Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it. Make your dreams come true. Just do it. Welcome to episode 73 of Saltoshi Podcast. I am your host, Sal Norge, and today is a reading from the New International Version of the Bible, part of the Old Testament, the book of Job, chapter 36, verse 21. Beware of turning to evil, which you seem to prefer to affliction. Today's scripture is short, but it goes deep, and I could go on and on and on about this scripture. I could give countless examples of how we turn to evil because we are so afraid of standing firm through affliction. First, let's define affliction. Affliction means something that causes pain or suffering. We all are familiar with pain and suffering. No matter what we do, we feel pain and we suffer, whether we turn to evil or we stay on the righteous path. Both come with pain and suffering, but there's a difference between pain and suffering that comes from evil and that comes from righteousness. God's affliction can transform us into something better, but the affliction that comes from Satan, the affliction that comes from evil, it does nothing for us. It makes us worse. So we should not accept all affliction. We should only accept the affliction that comes from God. That's why we have to know God first. Otherwise, we'll just take all the affliction that life throws at us, and some of it might be from Satan, and we'll suffer when we don't need to. But how do you know this? How do you gain this knowledge? How do you gain this insight? How do you have the discernment to differentiate between Satan's affliction and God's affliction? Read your Bibles. That's always going to be the answer. Get to know God. Pray to Him. Let him speak to you in whatever way he speaks to you. Let him speak to you. Now back to affliction. Why is affliction so important? Well, Christ is the highest symbol of affliction. He's the only human being who ever walked this earth who did not deserve any punishment whatsoever, yet he got the worst punishment. So it has to mean something. Pain and suffering have to mean something to God. And I do believe personally that God feels pain and that God suffers. And I think the most simple way to explain this is that we are his children. He created us in his image. And for thousands of years, he's been witnessing us turn to evil. And that makes him sad. When a parent sees their child go down the wrong path and they know that they don't want to intervene because their child has free will. That can really mess with you. I'm not a parent, so I don't know. I'm just trying to imagine what God's going through. He has billions and billions and billions of kids and all of them sin. And he has to witness all of it. So I can imagine God goes through a tremendous amount of affliction. And we're created in his image. So why wouldn't he want us to go through some of that affliction? Now, on the other hand, if we avoid affliction, if we're so afraid to go through God's pain and suffering, and we just want to live life so comfortably, then we can turn to evil. That's our choice. I'm not saying we should just because we can. 
But God gave us free will. But the problem with turning to evil is that evil and sin are like spiritual and emotional morphine. They make us numb to God. And that doesn't help us. That makes us worse people. Because Satan doesn't have the same morals that God has. Satan doesn't strive to be good. Satan likes violence and lust and hate. Righteousness can only exist through God's affliction. Christ is the perfect example of this. We have to go through affliction to achieve true righteousness from God. The simplest way to explain Christianity is to follow Christ. Christ went through affliction voluntarily, so we should too follow Christ. The world has become a warped place. There is countless opportunities to turn to evil and to turn away from affliction, God's affliction that is. That's why we have to stand firm in our faith. We have to try everywhere we go, every person we talk to, every moment of our life, we basically need to become obsessed with God. Today is December 31st, 2023. Tomorrow is the first day of 2024. People want change. People want to become better. Okay, there are two ways to change. Do new things that are better for you and sacrifice old things that are destructive. Also, bring God into 2024 with you. Do not leave him behind. It will backfire. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I hope 2023 was at least somewhat productive and helped you grow as a Christian. And I hope your 2024 is even better. There is no limit to what God can do for us and to what we can do for him. That relationship is limitless. So just because you might feel like you can't go any further, just stand firm. Do not turn to evil. Go through that affliction. It builds character. Please get out there and read your Bibles. See you next year. Some people dream of success while you're going to wake up and work hard at it. Nothing is impossible. You should get to the point where anyone else would quit and you're not going to stop there. No, what are you waiting for? Do it! Just do it! Yes, you can! Just do it! If you're tired of starting over, stop giving up.